0: Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a podcast where I bring in guests when I'm out of my element. I'm your editor, Sybil, and with me is... Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. What? Sybil?
0: Yeah. um, You're surprised by that one? I thought you... I'm not surprised by that part.
1: You're supposed to be named Velma. I specifically told you to be named Velma.
0: But... But I, I did the paperwork. We've already, like, I can't go back.
1: Well, else am I supposed to get you to upsets with the dog?
0: Hello and welcome back to Journey Through the DecaCast where I'm Sybil and Fiona. And this week we're going to continue to break the seven anime seals on this podcast and discuss another tokusatsu adjacent series that happens to be euphemistic to certain types of anime fan. Are you a fan of Symphogear, Fiona?
1: Of course I'm a fan of Symphogear. I'm basically on this podcast on this particular recording so that we can convince Garrett to do it. (laughs) So, why are you laughing?
0: I'm laughing because you're trying to soft-audition your way onto the show with a pitch for a new series, and the whole thing is coming off just like, (laughs) why are you here? It's not, I'm an expert, it's, well, you see, (laughs) gay-gay-gay-gay, gay-gay-gay-gay.
1: Well, you see, uh, I do have something to inform the audience of this week. So, due to various incidents, uh, I'm currently in Horty Jail.
0: Uh, Specifically, if Fiona gets too lewd talking about the show that is incredibly gay, I am supposed to hetero up the podcast by reading passages from To Love Rue Darkness?
1: To be technical, it's gay house arrest. But Okay. You know, Horty
0: house arrest. Horny house arrest. <laughs> horny community rehabilitation. We don't have horny jails here.
1: Well, you know, it's wordy police reform.
0: Oh, defund horny jail. <laughs> now you just get stuck in a wet cardboard box. And the smell is supposed to be the downside.
1: Okay, so... So here, just watched Senghi... The show known as Senghi Senghi here, I believe they dropped the... Um, Pre-t- Everything pre-fix. but
0: Symphogear, yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's just called Symphogear on the Blu-ray release, which I haven't seen because I've seen it on Crunchyroll. So there's some kanji
0: on it. It might say Zenki, whatever.
1: Yes, it, it It. basically roughly means Valkyrie's Symphogear, is what I believe.
0: Well, that explains a lot. Like why everyone has wings.
1: <laughs> okay, so how do we do this? When you watched it, so let's let's go through it from your perspective, and I'll comment, wouldn't you?
0: Well, uh, it's fascinating because a lot of magical girl stuff takes after the Sentai trope, and Simfagir feels more like a writer show oh, because you've got sure. the main one, the veteran, the Sundere rival who becomes a good guy by the end, and of course. You have your evil, superpowered tokusatsu villain, who may or may not transform as well and have similar powers, or have given the character a power.
1: She basically did all of those, but we're going to kill
0: ourselves. Yes! And I'm going to just say we should probably try not to spoil too many of the details, maybe, maybe speak around some names. That's right. But, you know, if you want to gush about how uh, Chris is the best character, feel free.
1: Why would I do that?
0: Because Chris is the best character.
1: I'm sorry, I don't understand this concept.
0: Uh, Chris, the character who is basically me as an anime girl, is the best character.
1: Oh, you mean like... uh, Yeah.
0: Chris is... Yeah. (laughs) Look... They can't all be Tifa Lockhart. I will settle for Chris just continually yelling at the villainous. I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth.
1: Okay, so let's just go, let's just uh, let's just start from the beginning. So, all right. So the show begins with a girl crying at someone's grave. I swear this isn't a depressing show, uh, but no, she's crying at someone's grave, saying. Why did she have to die? And then we flash back to two years earlier, you think. Two, yeah. Yes, two years earlier. certain we get to meet our main character, Hibiki Tachibana. Uh, she's a blonde girl, and you see.
0: She's really into this idol group.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's really into this idol group, which is called what? Zwei- wing Okay. Because yeah, there's there's, there's a whole lot of there's a
0: lot of latin and german and various other languages in this it's surprisingly international
1: yeah so basically she's going to this concert uh hibiki um with, with uh which consists of subasa uh kazanari and kanade amo
0: uh, i did not know she had a last name
1: yes yeah, she does have a last name
0: <laughs> i knew kanade
1: so i guess that kind of spoils what happened happens to her, but basically... So, so Hibiki's here, here at this concert, and she's with her best friend, Miku Kohinata. Uh, that's Miku written as B-Rise. Yes, it is not a reference to a certain other Miku. Um, and, basically, and also, basically,
0: Miku... saying saying her best friend is underselling it, I'll Miku look into is... <laughs> okay. to
1: that. Okay. So... So, so she's basically just going, I'm sorry I couldn't show up, but she, go enjoy the concert without me. But uh, unfortunately, this concert has a secret. You see, a sp- a special uh, disaster response team called Section 2, a secret uh, component of the Japanese government.
0: Gay nerve.
1: To... It is basically just gay nerve. Um, they're, they're trying to use the, uh, you see, the two idols, uh, Tsubasa and Kadei, are working for gay nerve. There are two, uh, they're secretly two magical warriors who use the strength of something called a Symphogear to fight monsters that conveniently can't be harmed by conventional weapons, you know. They're Gnosis. Yeah,
0: you know, basically.
1: Uh, the, they're explicitly
0: uh, about... the Gnosis. Every Symphogear <laughs> wielder is a Cosmos.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't see the problem with that. Um, but no, actually, actually, you mentioned that, but I believe uh, someone involved in the staff worked on the Wild Arms games.
0: Yeah, uh, the lead on this was one of the designers for Wild Arms.
1: Uh, apparently, apparently it's pretty obvious Wild Arms where the characters map up. There's some civil Oh, areas.
0: yes. <laughs> but I can't go into that because plot stuff.
1: So that, so there's, a there's an amazing concert where they sing, Hiyaku no f-. <laughs>
0: I should also point out, every episode of this show is dripping with new songs. Like every character has at least one insert song, which they I sing think- whenever in battle. Yes,
1: I believe there's um, two insert songs per character. I mean,
0: um, I'm just saying they debut at roughly one per episode throughout the whole series, which oh, is it's why amazing. I, which is why I think it only goes to 13 episodes a year. You get a yes. full soundtrack album's worth.
1: It's great. Uh, so they're it's doing impressive. this a very homoerotic duet, uh, because Tsubasa and Kanade are very close. You know, as you might expect, they <laughs> literally have tattoos. This is a fact that um, uh, Sybil doesn't know, but it's not its not really a spoiler. But they both okay. have one, ha- one wing tattoo on each of their backs.
0: What? Yes. Okay, no, I did not know that, because that didn't come up. In the first season,
1: yeah, no, no, they seriously, serious, they seriously do. They, they're called Twilight, and they have matching, matching lovers tattoos. They're, they're basically fucking.
0: Dude, everyone on this show is basically fucking someone, but still,
1: yeah, that's true.
0: Anyway, uh, so these two are at the concert. Unfortunately, uh, as
1: the relic uh, that they've got it are evacuated, and we've got Gator, which has a uh, uh, kidro, who's basically.
0: Gay Nerve consists of Mr. Match from the Battle (laughs) Network series. It's true. A battle twink who is always in a suit. Basically, imagine young Fuyutsuki.
1: That's also true.
0: Three randos who man a computer and never get a personality, but they will always be there because you need a bridge crew. Yes, the bridge buddies. And a scientist named Naoko Sakurai. She's the one who
1: developed this figure system. Yes. Uh, Which is based on something called samurai theory. Which which appears
0: to be lesbianism. There's a lot of things powered by lesbianism in this show. I know, it's great. It's pretty... We sound like we're being sassy here, but this is incredibly lesbian. It's... it's, it's,
1: I really like this show, okay? I want you to know that...
0: I have not seen... A single heterosexual interaction in the first whole season of the series.
1: I, I don't think they exist.
0: Incidental background characters will be pairs of women.
1: Uh, I'm pretty pretty sure the woman who runs the uh, uh pancake shop is is named her pancake shop flower because it used to be a lesbian bar or something. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they haven't said anything of the sort, but I also would believe it, given the underground club in it.
1: Yeah. In any case, this uh, this concert doesn't go very well. It gets attacked by boys, which are, as mentioned, are basically the gnosis, and can't be harmed except by Wielder's symphigyr. Uh Anything else basically just turns into black carbon on contact. And this includes people. So as you might expect...
0: Sort of gnosis
1: So as you might expect, um, Hibihie it has trouble getting away because she's clumsy, and
0: she's twelve years old. Her her blood type is O. <laughs> uh, she's a cancer, and in the name of the moon. Wait, wrong
1: show. That's a, yeah, that's that's the other show. Okay, so Hibiki is not uh, there, and because the two girls are getting overwhelmed, Connedy uh, sings what's called her what's it called in your your version of the subs.
0: Uh, it is a climax song.
1: Yes, the, yes. Coded a thing, something called a climat song, which you'd think would be different than it is, but it's actually just a super powerful sacrificial attack, and um, she sacrifices herself so that Hibiki might live, and of course, Tsubasa is rather devastated, and Hibiki accidentally gets a shard of the Senfugir armor. You see, the Senfugir is kind of like a rider transformation combined with a magical girl transformation.
0: Most people wear them around their neck as a little crystal pendant, and now Hibiki has a chunk of it in her heart.
1: Yes. So basically, uh how would you describe how the Super outfits look?
0: Okay. Think Cosmos. Now give them multiple colors. So and everyone I mean. has everyone has a weapon instead of just being all the weapons. One yes. character gets the miniguns, one character gets the galactic fist. Another gets swords. I haven't seen much beyond that. Although the whip wielder is pretty wild. Yeah, let's get this Actually, we'll get to that. So this
1: is Hibiki. So Hibiki, we flash back to a couple years later, a few months before this uh, home, um in media's Res graveyard thing. And Hibiki is a student at an academy where Tsubisa goes to Zune because she's so gay that a completely useless student managed to Brute force her way into attending a really un- highly exclusive and prestigious music academy.
0: Is it all girls? I think it's all girls, but it's maybe all girls. there's. I'm indies? pretty
1: sure it's all girls.
0: Yeah, there's. Yeah, this whole city's mostly women.
1: Yeah, magical girls can be saved in Kamiyama City. No, oh, that's a different show.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't actually know if they named the city. It's just Lydian it's Music t- Academy. No, it's, it's, it's and a Tokyo. Town.
1: The city is literally Tokyo.
0: Oh, is it literally Tokyo? Yeah. My brain was saying To Right, Tokyo Sky Tower is a major climactic point of the story. Never mind. Yes. I'm an uh, idiot. <laughs>
1: That's okay, we all love you. Thanks. Anyway, Sim- Sim- as Sybil was saying, this takes place in Tokyo, and Hibiki is roommate with her, uh, with Tokyo Nanabiku. Now, you see, I said she was her best friend, but as Sybil already knew... They share the same bed at night. Uh, you, actually, that's what I'm selling a bit. Okay, so they have a bunk bed. They have a really big bunk bed. And they both specifically sleep on the top bunk together. Snug up next yeah. to each other. They take baths together.
0: And yet, we don't really play this for fan service. They just treat it like just gals being pals. Yeah. Nothing is ever spoken beyond that, at least in what I've seen. There are there are five seasons of this show. I've only five seen seasons. First. Uh,
1: she's only seen the first one. Uh, which means that I have the second years, Blu-ray right she, here. She'll see the second one, even though she already owns it.
0: It only took me nine months.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you say you say that, but I've got a considerable backlog. I was thinking of playing Death Stranding
0: after this. I own that already and have never booted it.
1: Oh, that sounds like sounds about right. Uh... Yes.
0: <laughs> hey, ask me how Saga Frontier Remastered is going. <laughs> I haven't had time. Uh Anyhow, uh, gear basically kicks off from there in a very rider way, in that hibiki ends up getting caught in a noise attack because those are just sort of a thing, like when someone pushes the um. Disaster buttons in Sim City—that happens to Tokyo a lot. That happens and to the whole world a lot. We don't see it elsewhere yet. the The end of the series kind of suggests international incidents, and a lot of that will play in.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, I'm looking forward to. What do you think of the uh, later shows? But uh, but I won't cover those here because they're you know major spoilers.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm not there yet. But uh, so Hibaki gets cornered by noise and is trying to save a small child and gets chased for about half an episode before suddenly a song wells up in her and she transforms and this puts her on section 2's radar because all of this tech has a signature that can be detected and everyone's like an
1: Russian waveform
0: yes by god that's Kanade's waveform and everyone is shitting (laughs) their pants (laughs) It is!
1: She's... That is how Kendra would talk in the dub.
0: That's literally what happens, is they just JR, my god, that's Kanade's kind of music I hear! <laughs> and then they get you, there and you're it's...
1: You're kind of interesting the transformation, too, because what happens is, like, her flesh turns into machine cells and she's got uh, wires and stuff going outside her back as her body is rebuilt from the inside out. and she, and, and then she just... Turns turns black and has this big red and blowing red eyes.
0: It's That's sick. Really they hot. they very devil-man it in a way that you might have seen in some of the old anime or in some of the style changes in the manga. It's,
1: it's really hot.
0: It's, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about it as the Cronenberg is horny type thing, and I think you just like devil women.
1: Yes, I do, as, as, as it's well known, but also because uh, the whole weird transhumanism angle is something that appeals to me. But, so, well, you forgot about the running joke we were going to do already. You're supposed to read To Love with Me. Well, that wasn't. disagree
0: with me being horny. I'm allowed to say it's hot. I wasn't being horny. <laughs> I don't think you went rel- too far, but sure, I'll open a tome for you.
1: <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm so sorry.
0: You buy my Pachinko Victory magazine? I got it right here. I'll be in the can. That's actual dialogue. <laughs> Look, if I pick a random uh... page, this is what happens.
1: <laughs> can you tell we didn't plan this?
0: I mean, we were freeforming it. It's a filler. But... Yeah, the rest of the series, without going too deep, plays out with uh, Tachibana and Tsubasa kind of getting caught up in something going down that is increasing the escalation of noise attacks.
1: Oh, and it should, should be noted, though, that uh, Tsubasa uh, really does not like Hibiki. Like, even before the whole figure stuff, uh, basically, Hibiki's going, I want to be, I want to beat my aunt Tsubasa because she saved my life. And she gained her way into this highly prestigious academy, and uh, Tsubasa's is basically just, Oof, your your uniform's off and you've got food stuck on your face,
0: and now you're wearing my dead, dead girlfriend's armor.
1: That. And then later in the series, when Hippie uh, transforms, Tsubasa's is just like, you stole my girlfriend, dead girlfriend's figure, and it's not like she had a choice in it, you know, she's stuck in her.
0: Yeah. Also, we should probably mention. Um, roughly every two episodes, someone is bleeding out of their face in this show. It's kind of wild.
1: It uh, that uh, that's also very right as much in most of the future series. It's a bit weird.
0: Okay, there uh, there there
1: there's there's a bit of dark like dark, dark and like bloody stuff here, but it's a bit out of place because uh Himiki has a very bright personality. You see, here's how here she introduces herself. Her hobby is saving people, and her favorite things are food and food. And she's never had a boyfriend.
0: Yes, she will point that out repeatedly.
1: She's very proud of that fact. That's how
0: she introduces herself to the rival halfway through the series.
1: Chris is pretty good, by the way. She's the uh, she's the character who we won't talk about too much because most of her character revolves around spoilers. Chris rules. But basically, basically she's initially paying for... Villain who is known as Finé, as in the end, not to be confused with the photosynthetic sniper. Of course, she's a she's a woman who has terrible English and likes to walk around mostly naked.
0: I'm I'm sticking in some of the English here because it's amazing. I know you're a motel, the only one who finds this place such so a dirty dump you risk your man is. It's just a childish nonsense. Who hasn't even looked at the depth of black art?
1: Fail. I haven't heard English this go good since I played Mavlov Alternative.
0: This is some, like, raw 80s, the Japanese d- team directed the English voice acting stuff.
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure that's on purpose. That can't be on purpose. Not, not on purpose. It.
0: Definitely can, based on how the subtitles don't even match what they're saying.
1: Oh, like, this, like the subtitles in, uh...
0: The subtitles on the disc do not match completely <laughs> with what the actor is saying.
1: I think that's because the there's some subtitles... But no, I'm thinking of, you know that recent Rider release of... Rider, was it? Uh, Size. Yeah, remember have you seen the sub that, that some sub, those subtitles?
0: Honchin Honshin oh Yeah That's um, canon now. Don't don't watch the US Fi's release. Get it pirated. Watch TV Nihon's <laughs> release. I can't believe I'm saying that. I know.
1: I know. It's 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 amazing. How can we say I can't believe TV <laughs> Nihon is better than this. I, I have
0: to stop myself from looking up the other really bad one of how they translate, literated Orphanok. I'm going to do it anyway. Orphanok? No, no. Orphanok is, <laughs> is the actual name. What did they say?
1: Orph- Orphanok.
0: Olnofelk. Olnofelk is Olnofelc. the existence which exceed human. Ugh, <laughs> uh, uh, It's very bad. Anyway, so, yeah, Simple Gear is excellent, and it's very writer inspired. I don't know if that holds true after the first series. um, you want to comment just, just, just
1: quite a bit of writer inspiration. It should, should be pointed out because I'm obligated to mention it once per podcast that kind of vaguely steals a lot of her attacks from Gundam, and there are a lot of various homages I know of, like there's like for example, there's a villain in the fifth season. This is an incentive for you to watch later. Okay. Who, I'm not going to say any plot details, but she's a cyborg, and she has a body full of super robot attacks. Okay. She literally has a buster collider, and she's got rocket punches and boom, missiles, and So there's a lot of homages. Some of them is more stable than others, but I can totally believe a lot of this stuff that I'm not familiar with is indeed inspiring figure like the Devil Man
0: stuff. Uh, one of the final scenes is basically Devil Man versus uh, Tetsuo from the end of Akira.
1: Yeah. Oh, we we also have to mention my favorite character, character, who was Miku, as we mentioned before, the best friend, quote unquote. Um, a lot of the tension in the series comes because he doesn't tell her that she's a superhero now, and and keeps skipping dates to be superhero.
0: Yeah. It. It does upset her. We're going her to when see the
1: shooting out. stars together. <sighs> yeah, yeah, she's pretty, pretty busy when she finds out.
0: However, uh, if you watch the wild pacing of this series, means that only lasts for an episode and a half.
1: This figure has pacing problems.
0: The first series. Honestly, I kind of think it works just because nothing lasts longer than two episodes, but it does all build.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, this, this series isn't so bad for the pacing problems, but. Some of the later series do have, have some issues. Oh. Mostly because they introduce a lot of additional characters.
0: Yeah, we only have um, uh, four transforming individuals in this first series.
1: Yeah, uh, the next series, we, we introduce three new ones. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's there's three new symphonies there. Just to give you an idea of what happens to Symfony gear Gene.
0: Oh, fuck. Uh, I just pulled out the Blu-ray and it's like, oh, wow, that cover is way more full. <laughs>
1: Yeah, basic, basically there's three evil
0: Symphony wielders. Wielders. Um, Ark the Lad, um, the green one from Mega Man Zero, and Anorexic Ray, I guess. I don't know how to describe this last
1: one. <laughs> okay, no, no basic, basically it's... Uh, the green one is basically just uh, Rule 63, do a <laughs> She's very really cheerful for a goddess of death. Wow,
0: okay. Yeah, I need to open. I'm pretty this. sure that's a purpose. It it tells me the sky is waiting,
1: and so she's even more less lesbian with her girlfriend, who's the one with pigtails, the pink one.
0: Uh, the pink one makes me very nervous because she does just look like anorexic Ray <laughs> on this cover.
1: <laughs> I I just know you like green
0: things. Oh oh no, I'm talking about the um, I'm talking about the one in pink. Yeah. No, the the green one is basically like. Vert and Blanc had a child, whatever.
1: See, I didn't even have to push you into, uh, admitting you, uh, Neptunia this time.
0: No, you don't have to. I enjoy Neptunia. (laughs) I'm going to end up buying the VTuber game.
1: Oh, it's making a VTuber game?
0: It's out. Oh. Oh. It's literally Neptune in the world of VTubers. And that has actual VTubers from Japan as, like, voice actors and NPCs and characters.
1: What if it's any good?
0: Uh, no, it's not. But I'm still going to buy it.
1: (laughs) I like how fast you said that.
0: I mean, it's not a mainline game, so no, it's not going to be good. But it's not going to stop me from picking it up, because who are you talking to? Sibyl. You got it.
1: Let's just say there are good reasons. Uh, I mentioned Miku. Uh, In this this show, she's not a minor character, but she's uh, unpowered. Later series, series stuff happens, and it makes me very happy. But she's the best character. She is low-key my favorite character. I don't like Chris. Mm -hmm. But actually, my other favorite character is Miku. The series is really about her, emotionally. And half this series, is kind of like... Without giving too much away, Subasa's like, being a figure wielder is about hard decisions and being hard and tragedy, and she's like, But I just want to save people. I- I'm determined to fist. She has a determination to fist. Hibiki, that's canon. That's Hibiki's in, that's weapon in the is
0: just a mechanical fist.
1: Yeah. Originally, originally, uh, her relic is named Gungnir, as in Spear of Odin. And originally, it was, in fact, a spear. That's how a day used it. But he basically just has a giant rocket fist. It's amazing. There's literally a scene in the middle of the fight. She goes, these heels on this outfit are holding me back. She snaps off in the middle of combat and just starts punching and wailing through people. They, they definitely physically. play around
0: with some really wild design stuff.
1: And it has to be emphasized just how amazing the action scenes are. And if you like j pop the music is great too. Uh, my, my particular favorite would be the intro intro uh, music. But yeah, yeah, I really like the opening. Uh,
0: There's a dude on the back of this box, which is kind of shocking.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, every every dude in the feature series is a villain, by the way, except except Genjiro, Obviously. Well,
0: this guy looks like Professor Tomoe, so that tracks.
1: <laughs> it's pretty accurate.
0: Yeah, he's basically what if Professor Tomoe was fully lit at all times.
1: Uh,
0: at least based on the screenshot.
1: You, you see, he also he's also the last action hero. Oh man,
0: that's a good movie. I should rewatch
1: that. I I have a soft spot for it. Um, I'm sure it really pulls it off. I really think I really like what it's trying to do. Well, it was trying to. Oh, its it's, reach
0: exceeds its grasp, but that doesn't make it any less good.
1: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm pretty fond of it. I just wanted I just wanted to toss in that reference so we can have at least one irrelevant tangent because for once we've been mostly on topic.
0: Uh, here, just go completely lewd and I will cut out when it becomes too much.
1: I'm pretty sure humanity is cursed. That's a, that's an actual line in the series, by the way.
0: I mean, I very much love the villain monologuing about the entire reason for their plot and the soul... Yeah, yeah, the
1: villain is basically why I said you know, if, if if I go too much, you need to do something to punish me.
0: Yeah. she's
1: um She's very something.
0: She's to your type, yes. And and then this whole speech happens for about 30-plus seconds, and we cut to Chris in the sky looking dumbfounded, going, I still don't know what any of this means.
1: Uh, To be fair, fair, um, I don't don't (laughs) think the writers remember what it means, because things get, let's just say that by a few seasons, things get very odd with the motivation.
0: Oh, I'm saying... It's
1: okay. He, he punches God.
0: That's... That's what the villain was trying to do at the end of the first season.
1: <laughs>
0: it was. Let's
1: just say that it is.
0: I look forward to made, seeing... I, I look forward to seeing why that happens.
1: Actually, I'm lying. It'll make, mostly make sense, but... um. Wait. a show you watch for... Um, a deep, uh, totally interconnected plot. It's like show you watch because lesbians punching things is awesome.
0: Wait, no, it just clicked because I remembered that in Supernatural they were friends with God, then God left, then God came back and told them to give up their adopted son, and when they didn't he decided to destroy the universe and they all fought him with uh, Satan. Okay, yeah, now it makes sense. Okay. Simpogear is just Supernatural at high speed with lesbians. There's your pitch. Sounds right. Sounds right to me. And with that, uh, your regular hosts will be back next week, most likely with Common Rider Ryuki. Is there anything you'd like to plug, Fiona? Uh
1: I'm afraid not. I was hoping to do some. I, I have some projects. Uh, veto brings up stuff, in that. but uh, those have had to go on the back burner for now. I'm afraid, but I'm sure. I'm sure Sybil will let you know. Um, when I've done that.
0: I will absolutely do so because that is my price for getting someone in on these fillers. I am allowed to plug whatever they want whenever they call in the favor.
1: Yeah, uh so just keep just keep your eye out on Twitter. Um and I'm sure Sybil will mention something.
0: I'll stick it in some show notes when no one looks. This week on Common Writer Ryuki, did you know Fiona writes erotica?
1: <laughs> I think everyone knows that.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> Look, I
1: don't, I'm not apologizing for being corny.
0: You don't have to apologize. But I think we should
1: probably let Garrett, Garrett, Garrett go back to, back to recording. And I think Garrett will be pleasantly surprised we didn't talk about porn this time.
0: I mean, I did get lucky with what page I opened to. Like, here, let me go for <sighs> another one. Da-da-da. Oh, I grabbed the wrong volume. This is uh, Super Women in Love, Honey Trap and Rapid Rabbit. Never mind, that one's gay.
1: Yeah, you can't punish me with that. Can we talk about Can we talk about how weird it is? That's that. That's how. What's the name of the assistant in? Uh, Phoenix right.
0: I don't know. I've never played a Phoenix Ray.
1: I'm surprised.
0: I get that a lot.